Where's my neuralizer? Oh. Looks like a charm. V2 Pro, what the pros use when neuralizing. What? We're not on yet. What's it to you? I'm just vaping. I didn't used to do it. But that's all the kids doing it. <sighs> Nothing. Dang, huh? I think it's going out the other end. It doesn't look good. Oh, yeah, I got something that time. Oh, you know, it makes me sneeze. I got to sneeze. Okay. Goodbye, neuralizer. Won't go too far. All right, let's begin this then. Uh, what do you say? Hey, everybody, I'm just talking to you. I've been telling you, Jabba, this is not your truth. I got them out. Some president or another. J.B. Lenoir, of course, the great J.B. Lenoir. Jambo Starks is on the drums there. Clyde's good friend and wonderful drummer, Jambo Starks. Both both played with uh, James Brown. Jambo was the man. Clyde was the man, too. There were two men. Let's listen a little more, shall we? Eisenhower Blues. He's got him. Fact. I'm only telling you people my belief because I am head of free already. I got them out in how to think about me and you. What on earth are we gonna do? Some clothes, she needs some shoes. People 
y'all don't know what it is I'm gonna do J.B. Lenoir, them Eisenhower Blues, got some. So whatever president you're missing, that was for you. All right, pretty good. Thank you. I think I've recovered from my ordeal getting here. I had to run in a, in a mini marathon uh, to get to my block. I don't want to go through all that again, but it's, it's, it's recorded. Uh, Some of you can see what I had to say about it. Not much, obviously. You? Yeah, I'm not a runner. By nature. I will run if I have to. If something is chasing me, I would run and stumble and fall, but I would run a little bit, a couple of steps. How are you? Pretty good. Okay, fine. Thank you. What happened on this date? What, you know what it is? It's 8 18 18. That's got to be meaningful. <clears throat> Excuse me. 8 18 18. Now, numerologically, as you add the 8 and you get, you get 9s, uh, and then you eight, nine, eleven, nineteen. Well, I don't know, it's gotta mean something. What happened on this date in history? Significant events. Uh seventeen thirty-seven on uh, August uh, the eighteenth, seventeen thirty-seven, the first public admittance to the Salon de Paris art exhibition at the Louvre in Paris. So the public got into that to the Louvre. And for the first time, seventeen thirty seven. Wonder how many hundred and like, uh, waited for a hundred years ago. I think it was built earlier than that. Anyhow, eighteen thirty eight, the United States exploring expedition headed by Charles Wilkes or Wilkies, how is he plural, Wilkie? Departs for the Pacific Ocean and Antarctica. Hope that went well, I'll have to check. Nineteen fourteen, US President Woodrow Wilson issues a proclamation of neutrality, which his wife overruled uh, when he was actually paralyzed in nineteen seventeen and they had to do something. Woodrow, I'm sure you would understand. Uh, 1919, Anti-Cigarette League of America forms in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, in 1920, this is interesting, 22-year-old Representative Harry T. Byrne is the deciding vote in Tennessee's and thus America's ratification of the 19th Amendment to the Constitution allowing women's suffrage after a letter from his mother. Good boy. Good boy, that Harry. Always was a good boy. Uh, well, this is a bummer. In 1940, Battle of Britain, the, the worst air battle of all time. The Luftwaffe lost 69. <laughs> Tough. The RAF lost 68 in the largest air battle ever. Battle of Britain. Uh, in music, August 18th, 1960, the Beatles gave their first public performance at the Kaiser Keller, der Kaiser Keller in Hamburg. <coughs> Excuse me again. I just I have to hydrate. I still have to hydrate from that race I ran. <clears throat> but you know, it makes me want to run like an Ironman or something like that. But what's the iron part? August eighteenth in music, uh, the Beatles gave the first public performance at Der Kaiser Keller und Hamburg, Hamburg, Germany. I do have the playlist here, in case you're wondering. What was I? Why would I drink a glass of water and it starts coming out my nose? There's something wrong with my internal plumbing. I don't even have it. I think I used to try to mop my brow with my Kleenex, and that looked kind of silly, too. 
what do they play there in Hamburg on the, in their Kaiser color? Uh, ain't she sweet? All shook up. Anna Apache, the instrumental. That's really good to hear that. Uh, ask me why. I love you, and I'm always thinking of you. That's one of my favorites. Baby, it's you. Bad boy, John did those. Beautiful dreamer, that's Paul kind of thing. Uh Lula, begin the begin, and so forth. Besame mucho, which is an interesting song because that's the song that they put. They took to Decca when they tried to get on the label. They were they were unsigned on any American label, and uh, I don't think anyway, it's a big list. Apparently, they just played whatever they knew and uh, covered other things. I don't think there's much of their own on there. The best name, Mucho, was famous because uh, they went to DECA, and I think they auditioned there live. But it may have been that they sent them, you know, some uh, discs. But I think they went and auditioned line at DECA, and they heard uh, this. Mucho. <laughs> Cha-cha boom. Uh, so they didn't get signed. And I think Cha-cha boom was the reason. Although that's a great version of that song. And kind of, it's very, he's got, he could do a Latin kind of thing. Paul could. All right. So anyhow, that's what they sang. used to sing that in the, in Germany there too. Really confuse them. All right. Uh, in the news uh, from uh, all the news that isn't from everywhere, uh, you know, it's been hot, really hot in Europe. How hot? I don't have no idea. But it's been really hot, and they dried up. Everything's dried up in Europe. Everything that was wet is now dry, and the Rhine is just a. It's like the river in, in L.A. You can just drive down the Rhine here if you want to now. Uh, some, some ramifications of that are that, uh, you know, Sweden I always think looks at things a little different, differently, and uh, a lot of nudist beaches there. And so they've allowed the cows to go down to the beach to cool off with the nudists. I don't know how the nudists feel about this. I don't know how the cows feel about this. These cows seem very interested in this particular nudist. Uh, she's swimming out there. And uh, I, I don't know if she left that deposit there on the beach or the cows did, but they seem fascinated with her. The nudists, I think, were not particularly happy about this. Uh, why you would allow, why couldn't they go somewhere? I guess it's a good breeze down there. This is uh, this is uh, in Gothenburg, in the Schmitzka Uden nude beach. All right, I thought that was interesting. Maybe it's not. Uh, what do they say? How they explain it. Uh, some of them said their presence is unhygienic and could pose a health risk, probably to the cows. And uh, when it's this dry, someone said, municipal official Peter Banks' son says, when it's this dry, you don't want cows to be brought to slaughter out of necessity. They need a, a reprieve. They need it to be able to bathe, eat, and drink. Uh, Okay. And, uh, of course, other people say uh, cows have just as much right to be there as humans. We have that kind of person around here, too, saying things like that. 
I don't, well, cows obviously don't have rights, or they wouldn't end up how they end up. Uh, urinals across Europe. Urinals, Europe. See, there's a connection just inherently. Uh, Paris has put in all these urinals that look like letter boxes. I think a lot of people are pe uh, peeing in letter boxes by mistake. Because look how much it, this is just the sign there. It's called the Uretratoire. Uretratoire means pee in the mailbox. Here's a guy. This is a universal sign if I ever saw one. <laughs> I got to give the French credit on their universal signs. I can, I can wipe my nose with my finger behind this, too. That's a wonderful additional thing. Okay. Uretratoire in Paris. This is, here, this, I got a better shot than that. Actually in use, this is outside Notre Dame on the scenic Seine as a tourist boat is passing. And a gentleman is, is making a mail deposit there. And I'm trying to, you can't really see if any of them are looking at him, but I think there's, because Notre Dame is right by, I think they're looking away because they usually you would look at Notre Dame, I believe. But they don't want to see this guy pissing in front of the cathedral. I found me pissing on the cathedral. That's a beautiful song. So that's what, the, what they do in France. And you know, we were there a long time ago. My wife and I took our only European trip together. Boy, that was a disaster. But anyway, this part of it, um, the pissoirs at that time in Paris were, were to die for. They were like spaceships. You go in there, and they go, and you go in there, and it goes, and, goes, and then you, you're like, you're like, if you're like levitated or something like that, and you can, it's right on the street, you know, on the Champs-Elysees, the, the nice pissoir. And um, you go in there and you do whatever you can do whatever you want to do in there actually because they, they can get in there that could that time like, ah they're they're like cubes no I mean uh, uh, spheres uh, no cones I don't know you know what I mean they're, they go like this cylinders thank you uh, now they got the peeing in a uh, letter box is a very strange thing. I don't know why they did that so that's Paris they're balking a lot of people are balking at those. Especially the guys who have to use them. But what, what are women supposed to do? I don't even want to think. Which reminds me of Berlin's new toilets, the women's urinals. Uh, I sympathize with women's problems. God knows I do. And uh, look, these are now urinals. Gender, gender neutral. It's already in place here at a government building. In Berlin, that's a gender-neutral urinal. And once again, ladies, you got to hoist them up. So I, I, they're not really thinking, these guys. Uh, all, lo all locations that currently have a male-only pissoir, public urinal facility, in quotes, should uh, only exist in combination with unisex toilets. A 99-page city strategy paper, this is in Berlin, City strategy paper called The Toilet Concept concludes. That must sound great in German, toilet concept. In the future, urinals which can be used by all genders should be offered, the paper says. The provision of urinals for women could be the subject for the continuation of the toilet concept and an opportunity for Berlin to show it is innovative, it adds. The authors uh, write that pissoirs serve a useful purpose, certainly do, as they are an effective measure against the problems of Wildpinkeln, Wildpinkeln. I don't 
know, suits. Bill Pinklin, outdoor peeing, generally by men. <clears throat> Although, frankly, I don't know how it is in Berlin, but come on, you got to go, you got to go. Gender is, is not a big decider. Uh, it is not yet clear whether standing up to urinate will be acceptable to most Berlin women or whether they will demand their own Wildeplinken screens or separate cubicles. So, However, you'll be happy to know that at Brigham Young in our country, still our country, isn't it? Um, physicists are probing urination splashback problem and various other urinal problems. So this is uh, two guys here. This is uh, fluid dynamics. This is actually, if you're a physicist, it's not taking a piss. It's fluid dynamics. I always thought that myself. And your dynamic changes over the years, I'll tell you that. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Using high-speed cameras, the team filled, filmed the jets of liquid striking toilet walls and studied the resulting spray. Splashback was low when the jets were used close up with a narrow angle of attack. You know, your angle of attack isn't always decided by you. And the uh, Brigham Young University team, said they, uh, they'll present their research at American Physical Society meeting. That's, that's a no-miss. In response to harsh and repeated criticisms from our mothers and several failed relationships with women, at least they had a sense here, mother, we present the splash dynamics of a simulated human male urine stream. Reads their abstract. <laughs> that's not too abstract. Uh, techniques to reduce splashes, they've discovered here through painstaking work. Uh, get as close as possible. A smooth and broken stream is better than droplets. You know, anybody who happens to be male knows all these things. I'll tell you the worst thing for being is Wrigley Field. When you got to go in a trough with, like, uh, probably, how many guys get in that trough? I would say two dozen, maybe, per trough. There's several troughs in there. And if you have a little nervous, you know, bladder thing, uh, you're just going to stand there holding it, and that looks, doesn't look good either. Where was I? Uh, uh, angling the stream, aiming sideways or downwards, like with a gun. You just go, what do you do? Who can aim, aim sideways? A better man than I gung it in. Instead of straight at the toilet wall, placing toilet tissue on the bowl to soften impact. A guy's going to do this? I don't think so. Hydrophobic coatings for toilets. Yes, that's a good idea. Hydrophobic. People who are af afraid of water. Uh, and being a sits plinker. Here's another one. A sits pinkler, which is sitting down instead of standing. And okay, I will just say for some individuals that I know well, you sit down it Cuts it off. Uh, work is led by Professor Tad Truscott and Randy Hurd of the Splash Lab at Brigham Young in Provo, who jokingly refer to themselves as whiz kids. You'd have to, yes. Uh, people ask me, are you serious? I tell them, yes, this may involve 12-year-old humor, but it's also a real problem. I resent that. This is not 12-year-old humor we're delivering on this. This is at least 8-year-old humor. Uh, we've all been in disgusting toilets with puddles on the floor. These are breeding places for bacteria. For example, the detergents used to clean hospital toilets could actually media playback is supported in your vice. Okay. 
uh, urination, get it all out in the bowl. Micturation, as it's called, is still a messier business than it needs to be, according to research. Taking measurements live in the field did not appeal to the scientists, so the duo built a urination simulator. The water angle navigation guide is a five-gallon bucket with hoses connected to two types of synthetic urethra. You know what picture you can't see too well here, but this is... <laughs> So take that into the men's room with you next time you go. All right. Oh, God, oh, I don't have the Verdi. Oh, you'll be happy to know I forgot to get the Verdi. For the woman detained in Slovakia for playing Verdi, Verdi for 16 years. Uh, I did have the uh, Placido Domingo version. Uh, Traviata. So, lucky, but I forgot to. A little dead in there. You don't get to hear that for 16. I was going to play for 16 years. She was detained. She was let go, but they seized her record player. Record player. Aren't I old? Uh, avocado crime wave in New Zealand. High demand for avocados has resulted in blatant, pervasive avocado theft in the fields, or avocado fields of New Zealand, uh, one, uh, thousands of dollars worth of avocados being stripped from trees both under the cover of night and in broad daylight. Those are the two possibilities, I would think. But imagine stealing avocados in broad daylight. Uh, growers suspect that the thieves are highly organized. With thieves selling their ill-gotten gains, why would they suspect that? I suppose, it, well, like if you lose a thousand avocados in one night, you got to organize them. Selling their ill-gotten gains to retailers have little respect for the sourcing of their stock. Those darn greengrocers. It's led to the New Zealand Avocado Trade Organization giving advice on how to spot a black market fruit should you be offered one on the cheap. Legitimately harvested avocados only have a short stalk of between 3 to 5 millimeters. Uh, anything else? Anything else? Probably, if your stalk is longer then three to five millimeters, you have been stolen. I take you now to Fukushima, where they had that uh, incredible disaster, horrible disaster, the tsunami that, uh, that hit the uh, nuclear plant there. And uh, it's still, it's, it's like Chernobyl, basically. They just moved, everyone moved down. Uh, however, they tried to do, I don't know what they tried to do here. Uh, Fukushima residents have reacted angrily to the statue of a boy in protective gear, saying it gives the impression of a city still contaminated, which, come on, the city may not be, but. Uh, Fukushima's nuclear plant was hit by a tsunami in 2011, causing the most serious such accident since Chernobyl. A statue was erected in early August, and its creator said it was about hope for a world free from nuclear disaster. Uh, artist, uh, uh, Kenji Yanobi has since apologized for making residents uneasy. This is the statue, so you can see how. First of all, this looks like a, first of all, he's rather large for a boy, and he looks like he's been affected uh, by the disaster, if he is in fact a boy, because he's totally plastic laminate or something, and and he's also anatomically correct for his outfit there. I don't know, I guess you have to unscrew that if you're gonna try the splash guards in your local pissoir. 
and he's holding up like an atom on one hand and his helmet on the other. And uh, I don't see this as a plus. It's really, really ugly looking thing. So I don't blame him. Uh, he said, I wanted to make a work that encourages people and made the statue of a child standing up bravely and strong. That's what he's doing, standing up bravely and strongly against any difficulties he faces. He should probably put his helmet on, I think. Uh, the artist said he should have paid more attention to the fact that accurate knowledge about radiation is needed much more now than before the disaster. Okay, so it may not be fun, kids. World's oldest cheese, probably read about this, found in an Egyptian tomb. It is how old? Uh... 3,500 years old cheese. I had a picture of that somewhere, too, but I didn't bring that. It looks like nothing. It looks like some substance that, uh, that you really wouldn't want to save for that long. Uh, and they found that the oldest cheese was infected with brucellosis, possibly because 3,500 years is a long time to, after the use-by date for cheese. And uh, uh, and the, from all over with something from around here, and um, this was on uh, online, on Twitter. Oh, I'll tell you about this first. The person who, Holly Figueroa O'Reilly, put this up there on Twitter. And because uh, her words, these are, which I really like. Uh, I'll leave you with this, she says, signing off one day. Don Jr. dressed as, I want to say, a hunting pimp. Don Jr. in his hunting pimp outfit. I guess he was in Canada trying to shoot as many uh, elk as he could. With an AR-15, I'm sure. Bound to hit one or two. Sorry, I held that a little bit long. All right, pretty good then. That's all news from all over. And... Uh, mucho, but um, and I, I really I have this grapefruit here because I got so dehydrated on those three blocks I ran to get here that I thought I didn't have really anything here. But I, th you know, uh, grapefruit juice is an elixir for me. Uh, they say it's got uh, everything in it, and I, but I didn't want to really take the time during the show to cut the little squares up. Mom showed me how to do many years ago, but we had a, you know, we actually had a grapefruit and a little curved thing. Never seen one of those again. All right, and all the news that isn't, Pentagon reigns on Trump military might parade. You'll be sorry you messed with us, parade. Uh, they wouldn't let the Russian Cossacks ride in it. So, some worry about, you know, the looting, the maiming, and, you know, whatever those Cossacks do when they're on the loose in D.C., which is not uh, really zoned for pogroms. So. Plus, the cost uh, doubled uh, with the Space Force patrol craft. was going to have the Space Force actually craft the, uh, the Prowler, Space Force Prowler, was going to go orbiting in sync with the parade, and that added really kind of quite a few. So they went and drove it up to a couple of million dollars for the parade. So they're putting it off, and, and uh, I guess the president, as we sometimes call him, is going to go to the military parade in Paris and pretend it's D.C. So that'll be nice. Um, plus, there was the cost of, you know, hauling in all the ICBMs 
from Nebraska. First, you got to pull them out of their silos. You don't want to blast them out. That would be a mistake. And you got to haul them all the way from Nebraska to uh, D.C. And uh, boy, that's a long haul with the ICBM behind you. Uh, let's see now. I, you know, I, my thought was they should just cut the parade in half and just go around the block a few times. Okay. Uh, after Putin called the new U.S. sanctions against Russia an economic war, Trump was forced to pull his security clearance. So that's all that. Uh, you're nobody if you don't have your security clearance pulled. Of course, the minions, the Russian minions, they still have their security clearances, so it's not going to be a problem. Uh, there's all kinds of talk about Omarosa being offered the exact same amount as Stormy Daniels to SFU, uh, which uh, raised some uh, Slo Slovenian uh, unibrows, I'll tell you that. There was some talk about that. Same $180,000. That's just the going rate, or is there something more with this whole Omarosa thing? that we haven't yet learned, and maybe she has the videos. That's what I'm hoping. She says videos, she says. So let's get to those. Stop the prelude here. Cut to the chase. Yeah, there must have been some reason that Donald let her have three cracks at The Apprentice. So by rights, Omarosa should have another two cracks at the West Wing. Non-disclosures are in the news because uh, she had one. So she's non-disclosing right now. I don't see what good non-disclosure agreements are if you, you can't even admit you have one, so what's the point? Kind of hurt no one ever asked me to have a non-disclosure agreement. Lots I could non-disclose. Trump makes all his wives sign non-disclosure agreements. Kind of, kind of tough when you tough uh, when you're. Uh, it's kind of tough when you're going down to, for the divorce, and you can't disclose anything. Your side suffers, and it does. Anyhow, but he also makes them sign uh, give everything back agreements, so this doesn't doesn't really affect Trump waves at least. Uh, yeah, they give everything back. It happened with uh, I know it happened with uh, Ivana. She gave everything back. She seems to have acquired more of the same taste. So what's it, what's he going to do with Melania's wardrobe? Who else could carry that off? A weird thing. Some things about the Trump family are a little unusual. Uh, the Mueller people were unable to find a question to ask Donald Trump that he could not lie about. So the interview is pretty much off. Uh, nevertheless, the Trump people doubled down with a longer list of totally unacceptable questions for Donald Trump, uh, which include uh, all questions about Schrodinger's cat, the Copenhagen interpretation of quantum mechanics applied to everyday objects, or the collapse of reality caused by quantum superp superposition, and nothing, nada, ever touching on Occam's razor, dialectical materialism, including law of parsimony, or LeBron James. Uh, Trump says a Harley-Davidson boycott would be great. What? Come on. Sure, your old lady is going to wave her bra over her head from the back 
of a Kawasaki. Uh, New York Post reports, so take it for what's worth. New York Post reports that a man's penis falls off after he ignored signs of cancer. Uh, that's why I'm always looking for signs of cancer myself or of life. I'm doing it right now, as a matter of fact. Hmm. Uh, NASA reports it's 500,000 SPF smeared spacecraft is only lightly tanning on its journey into the sun. So that's good news. You got to get the 500K SPF if you're going into the sun. Or if you're driving into it, that would help too. <clears throat> the California billionaire who tried to split California into three, has uh, three different states, has dropped his ballot initiative uh, from the beginning. They were, they were beset by horizontalists versus verticalists. You know, some say horizontal, you split it horizontally, and some say vertical. I don't know, people can't agree on anything. Horizontal kind of stacks states up all the way to Oregon, so that's kind of, that could topple. And vertical, you get a 1,000 miles of vermicelli, so. Well, it didn't fly. Crazy Rich Asians is a box office hit, while Crazy Rich Jews fails to recover costs. Some titles work better than others. Preceded by Crazy Rich, point of that. Michael Avenatti, a Stormy Daniels uh, Stormy attorney, is seeking the Democratic presidential nomination in 2020. They should do it just for the debates. And that's not really a joke, but I, I hope they do. That would, that would be debates. <clears throat> you won't see Trump standing behind him like he's pumping his chair. I don't think so. On the uh, global warming front, the research, research finds that aerosols injected into the atmosphere would cool the earth, but end all food production and thus all human, animal, and plant life. So uh, it is receiving uh, support only from the, uh, what's it going to take, an apocalypse crowd. That's all the news that isn't for 8818. I'll leave you again with J.B. Lenoir, and I thank you for joining me. I'll talk to you again next week. Missing that Eisenhower. Fun is gone. The way things look, how can I be here alone? Mm -hmm.